You're listening to the Peak Performance Project, the show dedicated to helping you go from underdog to elite in your sport. I'm Tommy Clark, a certified nutrition coach with experience coaching athletes from the high school level all the way up to the professional level. And if you're looking to maximize your athletic performance through proven nutrition, training, and mindset strategies, this is the podcast for you. Let's get it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the Peak Performance Project. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today we're going to be discussing what to do if you train later at night. And there's a couple of things we need to take into consideration here because obviously training kind of jacks you up, gets you amped up and excited and pumped up and ready to go, and that's great because you get the most out of your workout. But after that, you got to fall asleep and you got to get good rest. You got to recover. And that can kind of make things a little bit tricky. So I want to give you some suggestions as far as your food intake and different things you could do after you're done training. So that way you can wind down most effectively and get the best quality sleep. Because as I talked about in this past Saturday's YouTube video, sleep is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing when it comes to maximizing your performance and your recovery on the court and off the court. So we wanna take advantage of that and obviously training later in the evening can make that a little bit more difficult. So we'll cover that in today's episode. And as always, if you enjoy this, if you find this helpful, definitely be sure to drop a five-star rating and review down below. If you haven't yet, I'd really appreciate that. That's one of the best ways for the show to grow. Another way to help the show grow and to help the show impact more athletes is to share the link to this episode with a friend, a family member, a coach, a teammate, anyone who you think would benefit from this sort of information. I'd highly appreciate it if you went ahead and shared the link with them. One way you can do that is by sharing it on your social media, on Instagram, on your story, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, whatever, literally whatever social media you want, I'd really appreciate it. And make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you personally and that'd be awesome. And let's see, any other announcements? Oh, as always, if you haven't yet, if you haven't taken advantage of this opportunity, check out the free Facebook group linked in the description below. It's packed with free resources. You get direct access to me to ask questions and a bunch of other really cool stuff in there. So if you haven't yet, check that out. There's also the ebook linked down below, the video series, all the free goodies for you linked in the show notes below. And as always, I appreciate you tuning in. And without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right, what do you do if you train later in the evening? This is a really common scenario, sometimes by choice, sometimes just by necessity because it's the only time you can get in the gym and you're, you're able to get a workout in. And either way, it makes things a little bit more difficult when it comes to maximizing sleep quality. This is why sleep issues are very prevalent at the professional level in basketball and the NBA because games tend to be played later and you're done playing at nine, 10, sometimes later than that in the evening and you still gotta get a meal in and you're all amped up from the game or from the training session, just phys physically, and it's tough to get into that relaxed state that is necessary to get the highest quality sleep. So it's a really tough balance to walk. And obviously the first suggestion I would make is if you can, if you have the ability to, move your session earlier in the day. You'll most likely benefit from it if you train earlier in the afternoon or in like the late morning, obviously early in the morning, you might not be able to fuel as effectively, but later in the morning, early in the afternoon, mid afternoon, maybe even early evening, but not like super late. Some people like training at 11 p.m., midnight, 1 a.m. And honestly, from a sleep perspective and a recovery perspective, it's just not a good look overall. So 
My first suggestion would be if you can, I would definitely recommend moving that session a little bit earlier in the day to a point where it doesn't really affect you falling asleep. Now, in some cases that isn't possible. So then the question becomes, what do I do now? The number one priority in this situation is getting you from that sympathetic, amped up fight or flight state that you're in when you're training, that you need to be in when you're training to get the most out of that workout, to get you from that amped up state down into a parasympathetic state or a rest and digest, relaxed, recovery oriented state. That is the number one priority. So there are a couple things we could do there. Number one, getting your post-workout meal in and making sure you include plenty of carbohydrates in there. That's gonna help a ton. Carbohydrates are key in serotonin production and also down-regulating the hormone cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which obviously is not a good look when you're trying to wind down and get relaxed. So a post-workout meal that includes your protein, as usual, to help with muscle recovery and muscle protein synthesis, some carbohydrates, preferably a two to one, three to one ratio of carbs to protein, one for glycogen glycogen resynthesis, excuse me, and also the recovery properties and, and getting you from that sympathetic to a parasympathetic state. That's gonna be helpful. And also on a kind of speculative note, I'm not aware of any specific research that backs this up, but I would suggest pick something that's comfortable with you. Like don't pick something that's gonna lead to a lot of digestive discomfort and feeling uncomfortable, especially if it's later in the evening, because you're not gonna have a ton of time to digest that food and now you're going to bed with a bloated stomach and it just like, it doesn't really feel good. So pick something you know sits well with you and that'll help things a ton as well. And obviously in a perfect world scenario, we don't want you to be eating right before you go to bed. In a perfect world, I would like to see you stop eating about three hours before sleep. And this has nothing to do with eating past 7 p.m. leads to fat gain. Like, no, we're talking about sleep quality here. And eating right before bed could potentially uh, impact sleep quality negatively just from a circadian rhythm standpoint. So ideally, I'd like to see you eat three hours before bed, cut it off there. But with that being said, if you're done training at 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m. or later than that, if you wait three hours to go to bed, now you're going to bed at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., etc. And that's not a good look when it comes to uh, recovery and getting good quality sleep. So obviously that's kind of out of the picture. But with that being said, I would say eat your meal and then give yourself like an hour, hour and a half. If you do that, you should be in a pretty good spot, still get plenty of sleep. And in that hour, hour and a half comes the next piece of the puzzle, which is doing things after you train to wind yourself down as effectively as possible. Number one, stop listening to music that gets you hyped up. You're probably doing that during your training session. That's great. It's going to help you perform better. It's actually, there's some interesting research on that, but you don't want to keep listening to that amped up like hype music after you're done training because you want to get out of that state and into a relaxed state. So don't listen to music that gets you mad, gets you amped up, gets you excited. Listen to stuff that is calming, relaxing, chill, regardless of the genre. Just pick something that's relaxing to you and helps you kind of get into a relaxed state of, state of mind. That's one thing you could do. Another thing, uh, immediately after you're done training, do some deep breathing. Get yourself out of that sympathetic state. Deep breathing will help you do that. I would do that after you're done training. And then also again, like right before you go to bed as part of a sort of uh, pre-sleep routine, that's gonna help expedite the process of getting you down from that high of being in a sympathetic state and help make it easier to fall asleep. 
and then anything else in general that's going to help you relax and take all the precautions when it comes to maximizing your sleep, limit your screen time. If you're on a screen, use blue light blockers, put your phone in night shift, try to keep your lights pretty dim in the house if possible. Maybe avoid large screens and monitors like TVs and stuff like that. Try to avoid social media and going on anything that's really stimulating. Like now is not the time to watch Money Heist on Netflix. I've made that mistake. It's not a good look for sleep quality. So do things that are going to overall put you in a relaxed state and allow you to um, wind down more effectively. So when it is time to get in bed about an hour, hour and a half after you had that meal, it's pretty easy to fall asleep. And if you do those things and you dot your, dot your I's, cross your T's, and do all the things that is mentioned, you should have a pretty easy time winding down after you're done training. Now, another thing that is super common, especially if it's a weight room session, is mistakenly taking pre-workout or drinking an energy drink later in the day. You have no idea how many times I talk to a client like, yeah, I can't sleep, what's going on? and ask them, okay, what time do you work out? Oh, I, I worked out at seven, the 7.30 is a little late, but it's the only time I can get in the gym. I'm like, okay, cool, no worries. What did you drink or what did you have before you trained? Oh, I drank a bang. Oh, I had a pre-workout supplement. There's the issue, because what what is in an energy drink or a pre-workout supplement in very large amounts? Caffeine, and obviously, that's not gonna be good when it comes to getting you uh, to fall asleep easily. It's gonna do the opposite. And what people don't realize is sure, maybe you're going to bed at 11 and you took the pre-workout at 6.30, but caffeine has a half-life of about four to six hours, somewhere in that range. And let's say you had that pre-workout at seven, let's say just, let's make it seven just to make the math easier. And you're going to bed at 11 or 12, half of that caffeine, so half of the 300 milligrams that are found in that bang energy drink so 150 milligrams is still in your bloodstream circulating, doing its job, blocking the adenosine receptors, keeping you alert and awake at 12 p.m. And 150 milligrams of caffeine is not a small amount, not an insignificant amount. That's about the amount found in a cup of cold brew or a cup of coffee. And of course, you're having trouble falling asleep. So one very simple thing you could do is skip the pre-workout if you're taking if you're training later in the day. I would much rather you have a little bit of a quote unquote lower quality training session and get higher quality sleep, then maybe squeeze an extra rep or two out or squeeze a little bit of performance out in that workout because you took the pre-workout and then end up not being able to fall asleep. Because what's gonna happen is you're gonna end up relying on that pre-workout to get anything done in a training session. That's a whole conversation in and of itself, but that's a really simple thing you could look at and just make sure you do not make that mistake. And if you wanna take a pre-workout, that's your thing. There are plenty of non-caffeinated versions. Uh, one that comes to mind is Legion Athletics has a really good non-caffeinated pre-workout supplement, which has all the other ingredients, your beta alanine, citrulline malate, all the other stuff. And this is, I'm talking for weight room sessions right now, not really on the basketball court, because you don't really want the beta alanine tingles when you're on the court doing skill work stuff. But um, that's another option for you. So keep that in mind. But overall, the main theme here, kind of wrapping this up is Put yourself in a position where you are winding yourself down. Don't do things that are amping you up. The training session already amped you up enough. You're in, you're in this fight or flight state, even though you're not getting chased by a bear or something, but you're technically still in a fight or flight state. And our job now is to get you out of that, get you into a parasympathetic state. We want more parasympathetic inputs during this time frame post-workout 
than sympathetic inputs. So watch something that is relaxing, listen to stuff that's relaxing. Maybe even don't even look at a, a screen or something, read a book or something like that, mind blowing, huh? So those types of things, check the music you're listening to, do some deep breathing, all the things I mentioned before, and have a proper post-workout meal. I would not recommend skipping that post-workout meal, even if it's later, because you need to refuel. But those are the things I would recommend. And overall, if you implement at least some, some of those things, some of those tactics and strategies, you should be in a really good place when it comes to making that transition, making falling asleep easier if you train in the evening. So I don't think I missed anything there. If you have any questions or follow-up questions or questions how to implement this stuff, let me know. A great place to find me for that is the Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes below. You can also message me on Instagram at Nutrition. It should also be linked below. All my socials and stuff like that are linked below. And if you're someone who just in general struggles with sleep quality and falling asleep quickly and stuff like that, I did a video on uh, three tips to make falling asleep easier, three tips to get better sleep, stay asleep and whatnot, and increase your performance on the basketball court. Did a whole video on that on YouTube, so you can find that as well. Just look up my name on YouTube and you should find it. I believe it's also linked in the description or show notes below. So all the stuff you would ever need, link down below. And I appreciate you tuning in. Again, definitely be sure to share this episode with a friend. If you know someone who struggles with sleep or trains in the evening and maybe might struggle with this, definitely share it with them. I really hope it helps them out. I really hope this helped you out. I appreciate you tuning in and I will see you on Wednesday for our next guest interview.